Listen carefully. He's asking for help. is asking someone, anyone, to give him a drink of water. Living water is crying. I thirst. Blessed be the holy name of God forever. Did somebody say, I thirst? That's what I want to talk to you about. Did somebody say, I thirst? John 19, verse 28. Jesus now, hanging on the cross of Calvary, utters seven distinct statements. This is but one of his discourse while paying the price for your redemption and mine. Jesus, knowing that everything was now accomplished. Wow, that's powerful, isn't it? That means there's nothing else to be done for you to be healed, already finished. For you to be delivered, already finished. For God to put your home back together and tear up the divorce papers, already finished. That everything was accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled. Wow, I wish I had an hour to preach right there. Everything Jesus did on that cross was so that some scripture would be fulfilled. He's still in that business right now. If you can find a scripture, Psalm 8110, open your mouth with that mighty decree. And God said, I'll fulfill it now. You see the words that you speak, so shall it be. Jesus, knowing that all things were accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled said two words, what did he say? I thirst. 2023, you have heard four times already this morning from this great pulpit in the legendary Sumrall Tabernacle that agreement in 2023 is essential. Say agreement is essential. Agreement is essential. Here's why. Mark chapter 3, verse 25. A house. Welcome to our house. Look, look around and then look at somebody and say, welcome to our house. This is our house. This is our house. This is our house. Welcome. We're so glad to have you at our house. But a house divided against itself. Now these words are in red in your Bible. Cannot stand. If the house is fractured. If the foundation of the house is not secure. Your Bible in mind says, if the foundations be destroyed, what will the righteous do? Too weak to take a stand if the house is divided. 
Anything with two heads is a monster. I'm going to try again. Anything with two heads is a monster. Agreement is the language of strength. Division is the language of weakness. You get a mother and father divided against one another. The children will be divided. That house will be too weak to stand. You get a church where the leadership cannot come under and be responsive to the visionary. You have division. You are too weak, not only to stand, but to make a stand. It is our responsibility to present a united front to a divided and fractured world. I don't know if anybody's listening to me today. The largest number of people, not the smallest number of people, focused on a multiplicity of things, but the, the largest group of people focused on the smallest. Are you with me? Our nation was forever changed on January 9th, 2020. The, the World Health Organization announced a mysterious coronavirus-related pneumonia in Wuhan, China. I'm just reading the news report. Then on January 22nd, 2020, the Center for Disease Control confirmed the first case of COVID-19 in the United States. 6,842,343 people died. Have you forgotten what it was like? I think we do. How quickly we forget. How quickly we forget that we watched in horror as convention centers and Navy ships were repurposed into hospitals. Cruise ships filled with the sick and the dying were then required to remain offshore for fear of the spread of this new dark demonic specter of death. Refrigerated trucks became morgues as hospitals overflowed. Nursing homes became killing fields. We were forced to stay six feet apart by government order. Businesses are closed. Many never opened again. Millions upon millions lost their jobs. Those that kept their jobs were for, forced to work from home. And productivity in every business sector in America dropped. 40%. Don't tell me you can work at home like you do in the office because you're not being truthful. God intends people to work. No, I'm telling you, what has happened as a result of this thing is demonic and from the very first case that escaped a lab in Wuhan, China, it had a purpose and it was to divide the church from itself. 
That's why I'm shouting agreement. Fear. Hopelessness. We're great weapons. They attempted to bury every single solitary one of us. The enemy's plan was that the church would not survive. You think this was about vaccines and political parties. That's because you're nearsighted. This was a plan. This was a strategy hatched in the darkened regions of the demonic underworld to get that seat beside you empty today. Because the greatest number of people focus on the smallest thing. And believe you me, we're getting focused around here. The apex of all Christian endeavor must become to place the jewel of a soul in the crown of our Savior that the Lamb of God slain may receive the reward of his suffering. That is focus. Your family, your friends, your loved ones, your co-workers. We are focused. And revival. We are focused. Whew. I gotta hurry, hurry. Our assembling, our assembling together is not only critical, it is commanded. Yeah. Hebrews 10.25, shouts! and reverberates within our spirit, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as others do. And even the more, even the more, that means add services, don't subtract for them from them. That means attend more times, not less. What's our priority? What's our priority? And you are Lord, except during Little League. You are Lord, but twice a week, are you kidding? You have risen from the dead, but service is two hours long. And you are Lord. Look, something's happening around here. Something. If, if you... If you don't see it, I feel sorry for you. Something's happening. Parts are coming together. The reason a gathering is not an assembly is because an assembly is where parts connect to function. My leg can't walk, my body can. My hand can't lift up, but my body can. My eyes cannot see, but my body can. My heart 
cannot feel, but my body can. Jesus hung on that tree and he said, I thirst. The Son of God, the I Am, the creator of the world and all that in it is, hangs there pale and pallid. Listen closely. He wiped the blindness from Bartimaeus' eyes, stopped the woman's issue of blood, raised Lazarus from the dead. Listen carefully. He's asking for help. The Son of God is asking someone, anyone, to give him a drink of water. Living water is crying. I thirst. But Jesus always asks for help. You missed me. Jesus always asked for help. He asked Zacchaeus, come down from that sycamore tree. Let's go to your house so you can cook me some dinner. He asked for companionship. He asked for solitude. His entire life was a master class in teaching us and showing us how this life is meant to be lived. It is not that we should be connected to hurt each other, but only that we should help each other, separating from each other without any service to each other will never gain us that peace and joy he promised us. Vertically, his cross reached upward to his father. Horizontally, his cross reached outward to all of us. Ever reaching upward we must be to our Father and outward to each other to connect in every way possible with each other. This is our life. We are of this body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the smell? If the whole body were taste, where would we be able to move? Every single part of the body in its place, fulfilling its function, brings increase to the whole. What did you say, Satan? Wherever there's agreement, everybody is elevated. Listen closely now. Can you hear them? Can you hear the 
slight reverberation of those two monosyllables. I thirst. Maybe it's someone you just met. I thirst. Please. Please. Please don't ask them to repeat it. Please. They're just too weak. They're too weary. They've been beaten down. They've been separated. They've been disconnected. They're hurting. They're thirsty. Can you hear me? Right now, at this very moment, let's every one of us agree to listen with great intensity and then to give with overwhelming generosity that living water. That life-giving water of our liberating, life-giving Savior to quench their thirsty souls. Let's give them Jesus. Let's give them Jesus. But in order to offer that water, we need eyes that see and we need a mouth that speaks and we need ears that hear and we need a head that leads and we need a hand that clutches and we need an arm that moves and we need legs that walk. We need each other. Do you understand? That's what he was saying. He gave us an eternal life lesson that we need each other. I want to take just 120 seconds of your time because I need to share with you a verse that could be a blessing to you and to suffering children half a world away. It's found in the book of Psalms, chapter 146. Here's what it says. Blessed is he who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. You know, there are millions, multiplied millions of children in the horn of Africa who simply need justice and they need life-saving, wholesome food. I pray that you'll listen closely just for the next minutes. Many of you received my very urgent letter. I want you to take notice of the headline at the top. Persecuted Christians need you. Eritrea is east of Sudan, north of Ethiopia, and there up to four million Christians live. They're facing some of the most severe persecution as believers on planet Earth today. Did you hear me? government-backed and sponsored Islamists are actively taking these Christians by force. They're putting them in chains behind closed doors. The children are being forced into military service. They're placed in the most grave danger. They're also held captive 
by the same hunger crisis that is now threatening the lives of one in five Africans. I'm thanking God right now I am for your compassion, for your Christ-like response. All those of you who are willing to stand with me, to stand in the gap and help me rush life-saving food to their rescue. Won't you please prepare a Psalm 146 hunger crisis offering so Bridge of Hope, our compassionate missions ministry, can reach 15,000 by rushing 15,000 meals to the desperate, to the dying. Because of a $50,000 matching challenge fund, your generous gift today will double in ministry impact. That means a gift of $48 will double and help feed 16 starving children. The fields are barren. The markets are empty. They have no means to feed their children. For less than $100, hear me, less than $100, you can help feed 32 children for a month. Think of that. What a blessing you can be. What an open door for God's blessing to come into your home as well. He that lends to the poor, the Lord himself, will repay. I pray that you'll do as so many have already done and call. The phone line is available 24 hours a day. I need you to do that. And because of the deep, deep severity of this crisis, we've been able to extend the matching challenge until Sunday, March 3rd. So little time left. Sunday, March 3rd. That's as far as we can go. You can also click on rodparsley.com. You can do that right now. Thank you. On the behalf of those suffering so much for your Christ-like heart of compassion for the Horn of Africa. Our Christian brothers and sisters living in the Horn of Africa are under a triple threat of disease, rampant hunger, and now severe persecution. Help rescue those captured by radical Islamists in Eritrea and rush emergency food to those in South Sudan, Ethiopia, and Somalia. The Bridge of Hope $50,000 Hunger Crisis Matching Challenge will double the impact of your generosity. Help save the lives of 16 children and their families with a gift of only $48. The gnawing pain of starvation can be eradicated for 32 children with your gift of $96 or more. Help us meet our goal of 150,000 meals. Call around the clock or put your gift to work immediately by clicking on rodparsley.com. Due to the severity of this continuing crisis, the matching challenge has been extended to March 3rd. 
Time is of the essence. Please do your best as they fight to survive in the midst of barren fields and trade blockages. Whenever and wherever help is needed, Bridge of Hope is there. You know what government simply cannot do? The church? We must do. The most recent reports are beyond dire. One global agency is facing its worst shortfall in 60 years. That means no aid is available for some of the most hard-hit regions on our globe, including the all-but-devastated entire Horn of Africa. Now, here's the bottom line. The ones who will suffer are simply the ones who cannot afford to. You know what that means. The starving and suffering women and children. So please, help them by sending your most generous gift to Bridge of Hope. Thank you from the bottom of my heart on their behalf. And listen, if you haven't written to Joni and me lately, I sure hope you'll do it today. We so look forward to reading and praying over your letters, to rejoice with you as you rejoice, and to believe God with you for your miracle. So send us a note today, won't you? I pray God's great favor for you in 2024, the year of God's open door. And I hope you'll write to the address on your screen. I'll be looking so forward to hearing from you. I'll be right here next time on Breakthrough. Our Christian brothers and sisters living in the Horn of Africa are under a triple threat of disease, rampant hunger, and now severe persecution. Help rescue those captured by radical Islamists in Eritrea and rush emergency food to those in South Sudan, Ethiopia, and Somalia. The Bridge of Hope $50,000 Hunger Crisis Matching Challenge will double the impact of your generosity. Help save the lives of 16 children and their families with a gift of only $48. The gnawing pain of starvation can be eradicated for 32 children with your gift of $96 or more. Help us meet our goal of 150,000 meals. Call around the clock or put your gift to work immediately by clicking on rodparsley.com. Due to the severity of this continuing crisis, the matching challenge has been extended to March 3rd. Time is of the essence. Please do your best as they fight to survive in the midst of barren fields and trade blockages. Whenever and wherever help is needed, Bridge of Hope is there. to emotional extremes, but the anointing, it breaks every chain. America needs a Holy Ghost awakening. God is processing some young people that's gonna go forward in their generation and restore the power of Holy Ghost. Jesus chooses unpolished.
foolish people. agreement, kingdom strength, kingdom power. If you came to overthrow the forces of darkness, shout now.